0: You are listening to the When Life Stops podcast, season two, with your hosts Daytola and Stella. We are both moms who have loved and lost, and we're so glad to have you listening. Every week, you would hear more about our
1: stories, some relatable interviews, as well as practical tips that you can apply to help you find new meaning after loss. Let's dive in.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the When Life Stops Podcast with your hosts, Daytolla and Stella. Hi, listeners all over the world.
1: Welcome again. Thank you for all your lovely comments and your reactions to our last episode. Please keep them coming. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. So Stella, Yay. what do you what do we have today?
0: Oh my goodness, today's episode is loaded and we have a guest in the house Mm -hmm. so we all know that grief is a natural human response to the loss of someone or something that we love and the emotions of grief vary you know they vary greatly from sadness anger relief shock you know but these are all normal responses to loss and these reactions are a normal and healthy part of the grieving process but, Deetola, what happens when these emotions of grief become overwhelming? When they trigger deep depression, substance abuse, or even suicidal thoughts, you know, or are extreme or prolonged to the point that the griever cannot care for themselves mm-hmm. and their health and well-being is affected? What happens? You know?
1: Yeah. yeah. It means, I mean, obviously, there's a lot going on. And thankfully, we have an expert who's going to yes. share more about that because clearly there is a mental aspect to these things right mm. because as you know we, we we i can't remember which episode we mentioned where if you're not able to express your grief mm. it's gonna show up somewhere somewhere somehow, in mm-hmm. different you know, different light. and so today we have an amazing guest with us yes. we yes. have a mental yes. health professional in the house and we'll be diving deeper into this topic and we're praying that our listeners will be thoroughly equipped by the information that they receive today so without any further ado we would love 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 to welcome our guest mrs tony akifolari we welcome you thank you so much for coming on our podcast today and uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your business schedule to come hang out with us how are you <laughs>
2: Hello, welcome,
0: welcome.
2: <laughs> thank you. Hello, good morning, Data Good morning, Stella. Good morning. Uh, thank you for having me here. And good morning, everyone who's listening. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, yes, awesome. I'm ready. We're excited. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so excited to have you on. So, please, we're just going to get you to kick us up by telling us a bit about yourself and what you do
2: my name is uh, Tonya kifolari um so I'm a mental health professional I'm a transformational mental health coach mm-hmm. I do um I use um cbt uh kind of um um I use cBT kind of um um steps towards what I do so mm-hmm. I don't I don't use do cbt as a whole like just focus on it okay. I'm quite liberal with it mm-hmm. because people's experiences are different yeah um, I do emotional health navigation, mm. and I do uh, family intervention for people who have suffered some sort of mental ill health or something not quite going right in the family. So yeah. I do quite quite a few things. It's wow. quite broad, but I, I just try to summarize it into that.
1: Awesome! It looks like you wear lots of hats, right? And but. We need people like you in in this space, especially now more than ever with COVID, the pandemic, and people, um, you know, the mental health issues on the rise. Now, um, you might or you might not know that I'm a grief recovery specialist. And one of the things that we found out in working with mental health professionals like yourself is that um, a lot of mental health professionals have said that Although their clients come to them with another pressing issue, almost all of them have unresolved grief as an underlying problem. Do you agree with this? What has been your experience working with your clients? And um, when it comes to the, the issue they've come with and finding out that there's some grief involved uh, involved, yeah. what has been your experience?
2: It's interesting you say that because, yes, that's my experience as well. But that's because um, I think traditionally we only look at grief Mm -hmm. when it comes to the loss of someone or a loved Mm -hmm. one. However, the loss of a job, moving to another country, migration, um, not even just um, even loss of like finances, mm. uh, you know, regular everyday things that yeah. you're used to, you know, and then you don't no longer have them gotcha. can actually give you a sense of, you can actually start to feel your yeah. grief for something that you've lost yes. or you've had to move away from or you didn't expect to be taken away from you. Yeah. A, it's just so interesting. Even a woman who, who's gone ahead to marry, mm. excited about marriage, mm-hmm. in the high when she's having all the ceremonies, yeah. can then get to the husband's house. Mm. And as the high starts to settle, suddenly starts to feel unhappy mm. and can't explain why she's unhappy because she thinks, Am mm-hmm. I? Don't I want this marriage anymore? Yeah. Not realizing that moving away from home yeah. can actually create that sense. So yeah, it yeah. is very true.
1: That's so profound because, and that's what we—I mean, season one—we kind of like talked about this extensively. Where mm-hmm. grief doesn't only occur as a result of someone dying,
0: dying but yeah.
1: grieve is the—you know—is the, you know, is the response. natural
0: response. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so many with, other changes. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And the conflicts that comes with an end of or change in a familiar pattern. So all mm-hmm. these examples you've shared, spot on, spot on. Yeah.
0: yeah, Awesome. So what are some of the common symptoms from your experience that unresolved grief has had on people's mental health and being? You know, you've sat, you've sat on a, you know, you've sat with a lot of people, you know, what are some of the things that you've observed? You know, that unresolved grave has cost and you know, on the mental health and well being.
2: So we're talking symptoms here, not diagnosis. Mm, One of the no. biggest symptoms actually that I've found is this sense of guilt Mm. and sense of guilt and sense of blame those two are quite powerful now i think as human beings the way we make sense of things is by having a reason why it happened yeah so sense of guilt is a huge one people feel that there's something they didn't do or could have done (laughs) to avoid grief and then um, the sense of blame, obviously, if they can't find anything with themselves, they blame somebody else.
1: Mm.
2: However, there's also things like self-neglect, hmm. low mm-hmm. mood, isolation, just cutting away, you know, where they no longer feel um, a set, um, they belong to a certain group. Yeah. So, for example, um, a woman might start to move away from other women who are married because of the, uh, the pain that they remember. So they start to isolate. But that in yeah. itself... Is going to bring huge problems. Okay. Might start to move away from other women who have children, their child's age. Yeah. You know, but then those things moving away from those people who have been a part of your life is gonna create more problems because you're going to feel even more bereaved because you're losing, yeah. you know. So yeah, there's there's just um so self-neglect, mm-hmm. low mood, isolation, um, and then fear continuous fear, you know, Um, any little thing, they're like, something bad is going to happen, and so they're living, so anxiety starts to show up, they get anxious about, Mm. things. sometimes also there can be underlying anger and frustration, where they're very quick to react to something, you know, in a very negative way, and it's just like, they become, someone who was quite optimistic before can become a pessimist, Mm. because like, something is going to happen, it's all going to go bad, in a minute where and that in itself creates more challenges and can actually affect someone's health really and then obviously in everything that i've said you can see that this is someone's mental well-being just yeah. slipping away into ill health slowly
1: wow wow that Wow! Is- just profound and thank you for breaking it down i think if guilt and blame we, we mm-hmm. have a whole episode now on that, that. <laughs> that is the one so it's like you're just confirming some of the things yeah. that we've talked about yeah. Um, yeah okay so we know that grief can sometimes be misdiagnosed and it is the underlying cause of symptoms that are often most treated with medication mm-hmm. so i remember when i lost my baby and when I would go to my GP because I just was in coping, they would do this assessment, and obviously I used to come low. And next thing, oh, medication. And in my head, I'm like, ah,
0: antidepressant, <laughs> anti you know, this, like, anti yeah.
1: this. And I'm like, what are the um effects? They're like, well, for the first six weeks or so, you might feel a bit, and then after six weeks, it will, the drug will kick in. Ah, I said, eh. So I never went down that route <laughs> of using medication. So why? I guess I'm, I'm trying to see how to, first of all, I want to know if you agree with this um, misdiagnosis of, of grief sometimes when you just go to your GP and they're already giving you medication. But why are we, the other thing I want to know is why are we quick to medicate? I know some people need it, but why mm-hmm. is that usually like the first thing offered? I, I don't know. I hope my question's clear.
2: Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, this is the point where I really want to thank you again for what you're doing. Mm. So, because what happens usually is, I mean, this thing is, it's different for everyone yeah. and there are different mm. reasons why, like you said, medication can be prescribed. Mm. But here's what really happened. Well, here's the truth. In the current, as it is, currently the world that we're in, mm. there is so much going on that there isn't, enough resources ah.
0: mm. and the
2: kind of time mm. and the resources that we need to process grief. Gotcha. Mm. Which is why I'm thanking you for what you do because mm. people need to be able to make a sense mm. of what's going on with them mm. before they go into the other kinds of treatment. Gotcha. Or even if they have to pri- privately to have a talking yeah. kind of therapy. Yeah. But if you mm. went to a GP, mm there is a the likelihood and you describe your symptoms yeah. in their head, it will most likely be, okay, you're depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so because of the way resources are shipped out now, mm-hmm. their thing is, let me give you this a, a medication to use. Wow. Mm-hmm. And there are people that very serious thing incidents have happened to you. Nobody wants to take the blame mm-hmm. that they came to you. You mm-hmm. didn't deal with it. And then something untowards happened to them. Wow. So, these days, because of avoiding the law and basically the world has turned on its on itself. Hmm. People are quick to give medication, wow. and that's why it's so so important. Like as an individual, whatever you're going through, your symptoms. If you could make sort of accept that your something is happening with yes. you, look for people like yourself who've been mm-hmm. through. Yeah. and start mm. talking to them yeah. because you will go through the stages of grief no matter mm. who you are mm. there are stages and you will go through them you mm. you can't bypass it because um. that's the way your yourself is going to process it so you can't mm-hmm. bypass it and it's having someone to hold your hand through mm. as you're processing that that would really help you much more mm. than actually showing up Like because medication can be an escape route Mm. take it, but once the effect comes up, maybe you take it in the morning. If it, 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 Once it wears up, it, everything comes back. Mm. And you, no matter, you know, if you take it. And in itself, it has its own side effects. So it's not the first line. However, mm. if you show up at a doctor's, they believe that you've done everything else mm. and you can't cope. So you're basically saying to them, I can't deal. And that's what they're going to do. So, mm. yeah. But... I also agree that there are people who haven't done anything about their grief, Mm -hmm. have also lived it for such a long time, and have stayed in that position where they are now actually unwell because their Mm -hmm. thoughts have now pushed them into a state of mental ill health and Mm -hmm. sadly may then need medication. So I can't say that there's a case people that won't need it. Some people do. However, it's still taking it and understand that I still need to work on my thoughts because Mm -hmm. if I do... And I go through the process of grief the right way, I can still come up with the medication. Sadly, some people stay on it and just end up in the mental health system.
0: Wow, wow, awesome. You know, one of the things, last things I picked up, you know, was the fact that, you know, if you stay in that state and do nothing, Mm. you know, we have been stressing all through this podcast that time does not heal, Mm. is what you do. In the passage of time, that guarantees if you move to that place of recovery. So thank you so much. You know, now one of the questions I really want to ask. You know, I know that you know, especially in the in the BAME community, you know, seeking help and therapy when people realize they are struggling with their mental health and well being is often difficult. You know, it's not something that we're used to. You know especially when people are grieving yeah. you know what can be done to encourage more discussions around this you know what 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 can bring the change <laughs> that we seek
2: yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting you say that that's probably another podcast for you guys live around <laughs> 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 around BME because we we um Sadly, we're not very um, good with, so I'm not talking mental Ill, uh, mental health, ill health now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to someone's well being generally when they're going through something. We really want it to just disappear mm. and, and and go away. Yeah. And so, what we really want to say to someone is, oh, there's no need to cry. Oh, you know, oh, it's been a while now. We, we say the wrong things. Oh, be
0: strong. Be strong. And, and you know, eat we do well.
2: <laughs> yes. And when I've had to say to someone, if you feel like crying, crying is a natural mechanism that God has put yeah. on the inside of you yeah. to relieve the stress. Mm. Please cry. People look at me like I'm crazy when I say <laughs> that. But that's the honest truth.
1: Yeah.
2: And um usually, I think bringing light to this would be honestly, you guys, what you're doing, like pod, uh, podcasts, yeah. broadcasts, whatever, mm. to keep enlightening people that. It's usually the person going through the grief that can tell you what they need. And there are times Mm. they may not be able to speak, but just be there for them. Mm. Show Mm. them love. There are things I I feel this is the message that just needs to go out. There are things that they're not able to do in that period. Mm -hmm. And then I need you to do simple things like Mm -hmm. cooking, looking after their children with them helping them do shop runs yeah. um, asking if they have any deals that need pay so that they don't then end up with a whole lot of things that they've ignored in that period mm. and then they end up with a lot more problems so it's really being there for them because you you can't take away someone's grief mm. you can only mm-hmm. support them through the process and be there for them and i think this is the message that needs to go out there because people people give amazing advice people tell people maybe you just have another baby again um, I've had people who, you know, even parents have said to them, oh, you know, it's been a while, just have another child and you get over mm-hmm. that one. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, no, Re-
1: replace you the loss. <laughs> the loss. you
2: don't yeah.
0: say that. You don't say that.
2: That doesn't take away loss. And so we're very ignorant about these things. Mm-hmm. But I just feel there needs to be a lot of voice out there or many voices out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and even hoping that people who are listening to you, it's like, you know, throwing a pebble in a river and mm. the ripples go. Yeah. And that's what needs to happen. You know, you keep sharing, you keep enabling people, and then people will enable others. Otherwise, the stigma, the misunderstand we have so much misunderstanding about these things. And mm. it can only be of the voices that can bring it to life, to be honest with you.
1: Mm. Wow. That yeah. is Thank you so much. Again, I feel like we need, we need you more on our podcast. Cause you're just.
0: Yeah. You know, it out. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: echoing some of the things that we've said, because we need to begin to normalize this conversations, especially yeah. in the, in the black community, in the, you know, yeah, Engine in our, in origin, our community. Yeah. yeah. Minor, you know, minor ethnic group. So you mentioned something and I, I feel like because we use the phrase, the the phrase mental health a lot. Can you really break down what mental health is even and also what mental ill health is because sometimes we think we know what it is but what 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 is what
2: is it yeah i can actually hug you for that question (laughs) so yes so mental health simply means how your mind is doing mental Mm. health does not mean you're ill and that's Mm. the that's the word that's the we're, we're struggling to embrace that Mm. It just simply means how your mind is doing, like your physical health. If I said to you, if I mentioned physical health to you, you won't won't feel like something is wrong. And that's all mental health health is. Now, mental ill health is what happens to you when you ignore your mental health. Ah. When you're not doing daily practices, like for your physical health, you check what Mm. you're eating, you're trying to exercise and do things to make it well. If you're not doing the same with your mental health, which includes... Mm knowing how to distract during the day, knowing when you're overwhelmed, you know, just being aware of it and taking steps to make it better. Yeah. Then you have mental ill health.
1: Yeah. Mental mm.
2: wellness is what you, you're you enjoying if right. you're working in your mental health and being mm. aware of it. It doesn't mean that, you know, just like your physical health, you have tiredness some days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you think you gain weight and this. is the same, mm. but you're at trying to achieve... Um, Physical wellness all the time. So, you're trying to achieve mental, mental wellness, wellness or be in a
0: state of mental wellness. So, wow. yeah, I absolutely love that question. Wow. Wow. Mental wellness is the effect of what you get when you look after your mental health. Mm. I really, really love that. You know, and we need to have a lot more conversations around how are you feeling mentally today? What's your <laughs> mental health like? You know, because, you know, growing up mental health I, as soon as you just say anything mental, mental like as real. in when was that word mental, mental. In terms of conversation it's portrayed to mean some form of psychiatric mm. you know uh, um problem you know so education is key and key. we really 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 love you know the the insights and perspectives that you're bringing to this conversation now i want to talk about um um compounded grief you know which is also known as cumulative grief Um, to a listener it is just a pylon effect of grief or grief overload you know and this is important especially with the effects of covid you know causing multiple losses you know so it may it might mean losing several loved ones in a short period of time Or losing a loved one, then a relationship, then a job, you know, then a pet, then a natural disaster, you know, damage to your home, financial loss. So, yeah, so a pylon effect, you know, and people, especially with the effect of COVID, have experienced this. So how can people really navigate and deal with this in such a way that they not only heal, but they move forward?
2: Thank you for that question, because I wouldn't lie to you, many people are in that state following the pandemic. Many people are in that state. Mm -hmm. And I think the the biggest thing for everyone to understand would be don't don't try and look at the picture as a whole. Like, Mm. just see all the negatives about it. If you see all the negatives, you're immediately going to just shy away from it and want to push it Mm aside because it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. so it's about breaking it down into small bits and what you can deal with at a time however there is a place of acceptance there Mm -hmm. sometimes people are going through all these things they're having this um conversations in themselves but they're just conversations Mm -hmm. they're not bringing it to the forefront and trying to deal they're just Mm -hmm. having conversations for example someone might say I have lost this and lost that, but that's all they're saying. Mm. They're not saying, what do I do now? Mm. And so your internal conversations need to change to Mm -hmm. what do I do now, rather than this is what has happened to me. So there's there's a bit of acceptance that has to happen there that yes, I have lost this, I am feeling this way, and this is happening. Now, once you do that, you now need to understand that it's taking you a process to get there. And don't try to resolve it all in one day. Otherwise, you're going to get frustrated and believe it's not, happen, it's not working. So you now have to break it down and try small changes in each area. But one thing I also say is I say these things, but, you know, like in life, you need certain things. So, so if you imagine a stool very quickly, you know, the three legs accountability support and assistance mm-hmm. sometimes you need people because when you're in that state it is overwhelming you need someone mm. who has who has understanding can support you can hold your hand through that you can be accountable to to help you with the small changes mm. that you need to make you need to take away you need to try and take away the guilt try and be be um be nice to yourself be kind yeah. to yourself don't don't keep you know and and when things don't exactly turn out where you're trying to work it out, don't throw it all away. D- don't don't self blame. Just understand that things don't always go according to plan. And to be honest with you, that's really what you can do. Start start making little changes. Yeah. What help is available to you? Ask questions. Mm-hmm. What help? Even Google things sometimes. What can you do when this happens? Yeah. Find out. There are lots of um. Help places where you can find help, you know, so much. Samaritan, there's so many places where people can help you if you're Mm. going through something like that. But people don't look for these things. Mm. And sometimes um, there's a bit of pride issue as well. Like, you know, I've been here before. How Mm. can I be coming from this end? And like I said, people isolate. But these are things that you should get rid of Because you should focus on the end goal. The end goal is for you to come out of where you are. And whatever is going to bring you out of there, um, it's not one that you should be too concerned about how other people are going to feel or see you. But Mm. more like when you come out of it, the you will emerge. So don't worry too much about where you are, but try and deal. But the most important thing is little steps yeah little steps and don't look for huge progress in one go Mm. just appreciate the everyday little and underneath all of that look after yourself your well-being be mindful of what you're because you can perceive things wrong as well in that period
1: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: yeah so you need to be aware of what's going through your mind but really say you really need someone to hold your hand to Mm.
1: wow wow we're busy here taking notes like you've said (laughs) so much and let me try and summarize a number of what you've said in essence what you're saying is you know look at each loss individually don't try and group them all up together take your time express your grief embrace and process your emotions acceptance like you said is important don't bury your emotions don't ignore them don't run away from them don't isolate seek help accept help practice self-care be nice to yourself, avoid self-blame and guilt. I know you said so much, but I'm just trying to wrap it all up. And okay. thank you so much, you know, for sharing all of that, those practical steps that we can begin to take. So, and this kind of leads me into the next question, which is, um, what does faith, and what role does faith and therapy play in healing um, and recovering from losses? Yeah. What what role does our faith play in all of this? And seeking help.
2: I absolutely love that question too. So I'm I'm just kind of going to use an example that is just going to be and uh, make or just relate it to something. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that therapy as a whole, what therapy really does for you is to help you, particularly. Let let me use um cognitive behavior therapy. It's basically to help you change your thought pattern. Mm-hmm and um where you know help you see bring out like positive things and one can say if i've suffered grief what positive can i bring out of it it might just be what both of you are doing Mm. that's a kind of thing that cognitive behavioral therapy will want to move you towards where you're making good which sounds odd of your grief in terms of you're trying to help other people which gives you a sense of fulfillment, which is probably what you didn't have before. So cognitive behavior therapy tries to help you make sense of what you've been through. And most therapies is around the grief and trying to help you come away from that. But to be honest with you, the underlying issue is changing your everyday thoughts towards Mm. it. Now, it's interesting that I say that about cognitive behavior therapy, but then... When you think about faith, for example, I'm a Christian and I would go for a scripture like whatever things are pure, whatever things are noble, whatever Mm -hmm. things are just, Mm -hmm. you know, those are the kind of things that you should meditate on, um, you know, um, regular daily, you know, transformation of your mind, the renewing of your mind. These are the things that faith will tell you. So when it, so basically it's almost like, I mean, so for me, I believe that, The Bible has been there for a long time, for example. So CBT, uh, cognitive behavior, is regurgitating Mm. what the Bible has said. Mm -hmm. So for me, I believe, so this is just when it comes to healing from grief, for example, you can receive, so you can be like in a prayer atmosphere and actually get a sense of relief and healing from your grief. Mm. However, you need to continue in better thought patterns Mm. for you to carry on with that healing. Mm. So it's almost like I I believe that they they kind of work hand in hand. You need Mm. the therapy to understand the process, the physical process and things that you do or that sort of support. Do you understand understand how to live your day-to-day life and manage your thoughts? And you need faith to keep you in that space. Mm-hmm. Where you can anchor your life great on greater than yourself and bigger than yourself, so that you always have faith will give you the um, loss will give you a hope, will give you hope where you've got um, a loss of hope because that's mm-hmm. what it will, yeah. it will give you hope, it will give you knowing that there's greater that is looking out for you, and you would even be able to stay in your wellness path more because you believe you have support. Hmm. Uh, from greater than you which is what therapy might not necessarily give you because it's for a period and you're out of the therapy however faith is continuous because you always have you would always have God there that's your belief and you would always so it's like you have continuous therapy in powerful words and things that you can um, yeah identify with and you can actually see it active in your life
0: wow 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 so so good so so good so seeking therapy is not the absence of faith Mm. it's not the absence of faith you know listeners going to seek a counselor going for therapy does not mean that you trust god any less you know i think we need to emphasize emphasize how important therapy grief recovery yeah, seeking yeah. counseling all those things yeah. go hand in hand to move you from point a yeah. to healed whole, recovered yeah. okay so and if i can just
1: touch on that quickly um i think we christians especially we tend to shy away from asking for help because we mm. think we are lacking in faith Mm. Right, And one thing, I, I can't remember, there was somewhere I, I went to speak and I, I think it was in a church setting and I said to them, it's having, um, we've already said there's mental health, there's physical health, there's spiritual help. So mm. in the place of grief, so for me, my experience, I knew that one of the, I mean, I quickly ran back to God, right? When I went through my loss and so I had spiritual healing per se, but emotionally, I was still a wreck.
0: It wasn't true. It wasn't. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I knew my relationship with God was still intact. I knew that, okay, everything works together for my good and all of those things, but it wasn't translating emotionally. So I knew I needed to go seek help. But many of us are stuck in that, ah, no, God has covered me. I'm fine. And Mm -hmm. we're still struggling. I mean, a very simple example, if you use physical health again is you've gone for, you know, maybe you had an accident and you broke your leg. You got your leg got operated on, right? Mm. People have come; they prayed for healing, but you still need to do therapy. You still need to do physiotherapy to get that yeah. leg working again. Yep. So if we can do that for physical well-being, like you say, mm-hmm. emotional, so much and more mental health, mental, yeah, you shouldn't think spirituality or because we are Christians, it's been covered. No, we still yeah. need to seek that help. So I just wanted to hammer that point for someone who's still
0: trying I'm to sure.
1: speak, you know like no no god, god is yeah god has given us all of this um resources and i think that's why i like this lady i don't know if you know her, caroline leave yeah think that's the, yeah, she, yeah i like how she talks about science and mental health and brings oh. everything together so i thought i, I would chip that in awesome. like awesome. fine if i
2: say something
1: go yes.
0: on go on
2: yeah i just just on the back of what you said mm. just for people just to understand that Um, There's certain areas of our life and I don't believe that God meant them for them to be separate. Mm. And that's your physical, spiritual, mental, emotional and relational health, which would come to where we're saying you don't isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. You need people around you. And I believe that God has created avenue for all those things. Yeah. Just like you said, we need to embrace it all. Uh, it's it's traditionally that everybody wants to separate things. I'm yeah. only doing the spiritual bit. I'm mm-hmm. all, But we need all of it together. For you to be whole, yeah. you need to look mm-hmm. after every yeah. part and do what it takes for each part of you. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. The goal is wholeness. Yes. You know the goal is wholeness, wholeness. You know, and it's 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 so important to understand that God is concerned about us being whole you know and we can't fulfill purpose if we are broken uh-huh. you know so there is help available and yeah. god has graced resourced persons mm. you know to help us. so let's take advantage of that yeah wow i'm loving i'm loving yes. the conversations this morning loving yeah. how we're you know the perspective so yeah. thank you so much de tola thank you so much Toin. we are really 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 dropping some gems (laughs) so now i want to move on to the subject of resilience you know it's such an important human attribute you know it not only helps us bounce back but it helps us adapt you know when we have hardship losses tribulation you know helps us evolve and grow you know so Uh, um, resilience is not something that we're all born with. It's something that we can learn, something that we can continue to build. So I want you to just touch on this. How can we as individuals be resilient, build more resilience?
2: Um, I'm going to uh, shake this one a little bit (laughs) because yes, resilience is bouncing back. But however, there are some times. So bouncing back, you have to be aware that mm. sometimes the place that people are coming from, because bounce back can be a huge thing. Mm. It's not a favorable place. Yeah. So bouncing back may not be the way it will be for some people. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so I, for, for me, when I talk to people about resilience, about bouncing back, it's about creating that place you want to bounce back to wow because don't just say resilience bounce back i just have to shake off everything that is happening to me right now in a way Mm. and try and get back to myself however it might be that myself that actually broke me in the first Mm.
0: love it love it say that again say that again say that again
2: So I, I I have a different school of thought on that. Mm. And this is another place where faith comes in for me. Mm. Because sometimes people have foundations that have been rocky mm. already from the start. And they've always so they've had a rocky childhood, they've had trauma. And so bouncing back doesn't sound the same to them. Mm. And so part of bouncing back can actually be revisiting the past wow. and trying to shape that in a way that actually supports uh, you sort of like re- restore the foundation, and then trying to bounce back into that. Hmm. So um, yeah, I know I have a different school of thought on that, but yeah. So that's 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 the honest truth for me. You need to create that space you want to bounce back to. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. just follow the regular. I'm bouncing back. Yeah. Create right. the space, and then make steps
1: hmm. to going
2: into that new version of you that you want to see. Draw a picture of it visualize mm. it pray wow. about it so that wow. you have that person you want to become and that's what you're bouncing back to yeah. so don't just see bouncing back traditionally as just going back, going my own self. as just going back exactly because then you're going back into your old self you have to create and if there are things you didn't like about yourself this is your opportunity yeah. so create your bounce back person so you're mm. visualizing that you've got it somewhere yeah. And that's where you're going back to. Yeah. but you also need faith in that a lot.
1: Wow, that's wow. so profound, profound, mm. profound. You know, I like how you talked about revisiting the past, because I've heard coaches and you know what they call them, motivational speakers motivational say, you know, speakers. just move, move forward, launch, and whatnot. But there is a place of revisiting the past, not to stay there or not to mm-hmm. be stuck in your past but to know, okay, this is what happened. Hmm, how mm. am I reshaping this? And that's one of the tools we use in grief recovery. We actually do like a loss history graph just so that you know where you've been stuck. Because mm. sometimes until you see where you've been stuck, you can't move forward from it. Mm. But when you just say, oh, move forward, don't go into the past. We're not going into the past to stay in the past. Mm. But to know where we are going to re, you know, change things and move yeah. forward, not move on. And that's why I don't like that word, move on. Mm. I like move forward because you are moving forward into this mm. new version mm. because it changes you. When life stops, yeah. your life changes. And so yeah. it's, that is the opportunity to reinvent, to mm. change. And I'm not saying it's gonna be easy. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. It is one of the hardest things. I think emotional healing, mental healing is so hard. But
0: it's mm-hmm. worth it. It is yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah. So good. So good. You know, when we have done the work that is required, yeah. a new person emerges. You're yeah. never ever that person who went through what you went through, yeah. you know. But you have to, like you said, you know, Sister Tony, you have to have this picture of who do I want to become, mm. you know, what does bouncing back mean, and mm. and that's why when we asked the question, we talked about adapting, evolving, and growth, mm. you know, those three things are so important to becoming, to moving forward, you know, so listeners, I want you to really think about where you are right now, yeah. where you want to be, who, who, Who who is that person you want to become? And what will it take to move from where you are to that place? Mm. There is a lot of work that needs to be done and you're able to do that work. There's grace available to do that work. Mm. There are materials and resources available for you to make that change, to Mm. really, really evolve, to really, really grow through your pain Mm. and become this new person because grief, Changes you,
1: yeah, it
0: does. Drop mic, Stella. Come on now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it reminds me of I can't remember which episode where <laughs> I talked about where you are this lava becoming a beautiful butterfly. Butterfly, yeah. Go through that process. There is a process of what's what's the English word now? Metamorphosis. Thank you, metamorphosis. You <laughs> have to metamorphose. Awesome. Wow, I mean we're we're coming this this has been so insightful. We're beginning to wrap up. But um um Tony, I want you again to just highlight some of the things you have probably said before or new things, some things that maybe you haven't mentioned that individuals can do to improve their mental health and well-being because I know some of our listeners here would need the tools and the skills. So, are there more things you want to share with us or feel free to reiterate some of the things you've shared already
2: okay so i i i would just summarize like looking after your well-being is first being aware that there's a mental side to you mm. it's about being aware of the kind of thoughts that you you ruminate on daily mm-hmm. so there's something called negativity bias theory which means as human beings we stay more on the negative thoughts and things yep. that happen to us yep. we can we can be on it for days mm-hmm. and yes. when there's something exciting it's like excited in the moment and then it dies down we've wow. moved on to something else we go back to our our difficult thoughts and so it's about daily taking an in taking an inventory of your thoughts daily when you start to see yourself Behaving, and sometimes it's even tiredness that you start to feel. To start to feel tired, you're not exactly excited about things, or you're a bit irritable. You need to question it straight away. Why am I feeling this way? And then you can find the culprit very quickly. That oh, maybe uh, three days ago someone said something that didn't make me happy, and you 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 didn't even realize that you're ruminating on that, and you're thinking about it all the time, and it's coming to the forefront. So it's basically. You know, doing things. It's interesting that we talk about exercise for physical health, but even that Mm. sometimes can just help you lift up some heaviness. Yeah. Uh, Praying, worshiping. There's so much. I think, but distraction techniques is is also a big one where you realize that your thoughts are going in a direction you don't like. Distract yourself. Mm. Uh, Play some music, worship music, or start to try. You have to be intentional though. Think happy thoughts. you know try to look at your holiday photos and remember yourself when you were on that holiday think about a birthday you had and you were happy about count backwards focus on something or on the outside world and look at the beauty of it and try to appreciate creation Mm. there's so much you can do to distract your thoughts because thoughts can handicap you you can be sitting there your mind goes into this thought, and you're there shivering feeling Mm. a lot of pain and paranoia and the thing is not actually happening, but your wow. thoughts can take you into yeah. a place where something happened. Yeah. So when you see that your thought is going, you need to distract. Hmm. You need to distract yourself to not go there and try to. So there is a saying that they, it takes a bigger event to get rid of an hmm. event that was big in your life. You need a hmm. bigger event. <laughs> and so I'd say for both uh, for both Stella and Deitola right now, these are bigger events Mm. as are superseding where Mm. you could have stayed on what's happened to you. Doesn't change Uh the fact or take away Mm. the precious um, children you had Mm. that, you know, um, you lost, but it also means that you're helping people and it gives you a Mm. sense of what you make good sense Mm. of what happened. So you need a bigger event um, to come away from to come so these are things that you need to practice i don't know um if uh, i'm sure a lot of people are aware in life you have 90 of what happens to you is from your subconscious yeah mm. only 10 comes from your active mind mm. which means that as you're walking around every day 90 of you is coming from what's been seeded in your mind yeah. and so if your thoughts are very negative that's what you're walking around with. Wow. Your 10% mm-hmm. is conscious, which means is your intentionality mm-hmm. to change something and that you need to take that 10% chance. However, you have a window, a time, a time frame. When the thoughts start to come, mm-hmm. if you don't catch that 10% very quickly, that 10% mm-hmm. chance, you will slip into your 90%. Wow. And that's why, yes, life can be difficult if you're not, we just need awareness. Once you know, mm-hmm that I have to get on it very quickly. You make it a lifestyle. You get better and better and your skills become sharper and you can deal better. So yes, I think it's really about capturing wow. the moment in your life and doing something about it.
0: Wow. Wow. Just I was just trying to take notes as you were talking. Mm. So, so good. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just, you know, reminds me of the scripture that says that as a man thinks in his heart. Yeah so is he, you know, how powerful our thoughts are, you know, and one of the things that you said was really taking inventory of your thoughts, you know, what you ruminate over, you know, and teaching us about distracting techniques. Um, So Listeners, I hope you were able to glean and, you know, take note of some of those things. You know, one of the things that I really liked that you mentioned was dwelling on good and happy memories. You know, so we need to be intentional about building and creating those happy memories, Mm -hmm. those good memories, because those are the things that keep us going in tough times. You know, so my takeaway, one of my takeaways will be to continue to be intentional about creating joyful happy memories wow
1: wow, wow. I... <laughs> sorry <I'm laughs> go on go, like... on go on go <laughs> on <laughs> i'm just blown away and i definitely need to go listen to the when when you know when we publish this i need to go listen to it again because yeah, it's just so amazing and i think one of my key takeaway is that distracting techniques for some reason i've always seen distraction as a negative word like mm and i don't know how to explain it, but i've always seen it as a negative So i'm like instead of distracting stay in it you know mm. and staying in it you might be pulling yourself down
0: mm. so distracting
1: isn't necessarily a bad thing it's it's like you're interrupting a thought yeah. pattern isn't it yeah. so you're interrupting it to form a new thought pattern so that for me because i've I, I noticed that sometimes i tend to wallow mm. in I and mean, i think it's common where we Wallowing that negativity for a while, Mm -hmm. and then it takes a while to get out of it,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: But the Mm -hmm. quicker, like you said, when we apply the 10% consciousness on time, Mm -hmm. it helps us to step out of that negativity quicker.
0: Mm Wow, wow, we need to capture.
2: Sorry? I miss something so significant, and it's okay. just your identity and all of that. When you, mm-hmm. when it comes to matters of the mind, when things have happened to you, you kind of become a different person,
1: mm. and
2: the people around you keep you as that different person. So people would always remind you, as good, you. about remind you of your grief and mm-hmm. try to say because they want you. It's it's not their intention, but they kind of keep you. They know how to refer to you as the person who went through this. Mm. And so if you're not um, very conscious of it and you're not trying to work, take steps to come out of it, you would always be that person because that's how people know how to refer to you, to your new person. And so you pick up this identity of I am the broken one. Yeah, I am the one who suffered. I'm the one you need mm. to pity. I'm the one, and you continue to live in that because people will keep you there yeah. and nurture you there and they, they, they treat you like an egg. Mm. And mm-hmm. as difficult as, and it, this is not an insensitive issue at all because it's also your safe place because mm. it's like, yeah, it helps you to realize that people understand that you went through something and there is the possibility that you want to guard what you went through. Like, this is precious to me. Yeah. however there is just that powerful you that needs to understand that prior to the event you had an identity yeah. and you need to step into that identity once again and redefine what grief has done to you mm-hmm. as something and come out more positive your grief is not gone anywhere but you're going to use it to do greater and better things.
0: Wow Wow. Really? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You are not your pain. You are not your past. Do not let it define you. You are not the woman who, the woman who, the man who, the girl who, you know, choose not to be defined by your pain or past or experiences wow so good so, so good, good. So so good. So, so oh my good. goodness so how can people connect with you because I'm sure there'll be listeners who are like I need you in my life I need to book a <laughs> session with you I need to talk to you so how can people connect with you
2: um so people can reach me my name is Tony Akin Following. If you actually put my name, you probably find me on Instagram and Facebook and somewhere you'll be able to send me a message. Mm-hmm. However, you can send me a message on info at scanningyoungminds.com. So scanningyoungminds, one word, plural.com. Okay. info at scanningyoungminds.com. Yeah. You can actually uh, send me an email. Or just put my name in. you find me on social media. Uh,
1: Google, yeah. If we Google, we'll find you. We'll find you. You find oh, me on yes. Instagram. You'll just find just me. one, Mrs. Tony Aking. Aking It's just the one. Yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Love wow. it.
0: Thank Love you. It. And we'll put all
1: the details. I think we'll get them and put it in the show notes so people can yeah. have access to that. Yeah.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much, Mrs. Tony Aking following for such an enlightening episode. I hope you, our viewers, have gleaned so much from this episode. So there you have it, people. Thank you again for tuning in. Please feel free to reach out to us via our email, hello at whenlovelifestops.org, if you need more help or support. And we're going to put Mrs. Toyin's uh, contacts in the show notes, as we said, so you can reach out to her for more help and support
1: yes so um just before we wrap up i wanted to check with you. Do you did you have any last words that you wanted to share with our listeners before we leave or did we get it all you've <laughs> shared a lot already though. there might be a last word
2: <laughs> just encouraging everyone hmm. that your mind is your powerhouse hmm. and that you need to really nurture it so that you can become just that purposeful and that best version of yourself
1: oh,
0: wow. it. love it Love Love it. it. (laughs) You
1: heard it, listeners. You heard it, listeners. And I would encourage you to listen to this episode again. Trust me, you have not gleaned all the nuggets that our guest speaker shared today. So make sure you listen to it again. I definitely will be with my notepad and of course don't forget to leave us a review or a comment on the podcast app that you're listening from i just found out recently that we're on audible isn't that amazing so you can listen to us on audible as well and all the other amazing podcast apps um remember that we would randomly select someone to give a shout out to on our podcast so leave us a good rating we only do five stars hmm? we can manage four but five, okay and of course please share this podcast with anyone who you know may be experiencing loss um yeah or has always going through a difficult time right now
0: awesome we hope you found this episode valuable till next time we pray you find grace to find new meaning to life after loss and we really say thank you to our guests thank you so much for your presence and for your insight we appreciate you god bless you so catch you on the next episode guys Bye bye bye